Damo, you big sweet tooth. Yes, MP, you chocoholic. So naughty but nice. We're a hit at the Wellness Summit and I want more. Well, how does 20 recipes in their free ebook Heavenly Healthy Desserts sound, MP? Jeepers, Damo, I'm loving that. Or you can hop on down to their brand new cafe, Selection Cafe in South Melbourne and receive 10% off your favourite healthy desserts. Woohoo! To do so, go to sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch and fill in your details to receive your free ebook and discount voucher. That's www.sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch. So Naughty But Nice, delicious nutrition. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is, let's be clear, the master of mindfulness. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, master. <laughs> oh, Hello. Um, masterful son learner. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Call one. me the master's protege. The I master's am your. Apprentice. I am the protege of mindfulness because it's not my forte. No, I'm actually, I'm pretty good You're at. You're good stuff. at it, actually. You pretty are good, good at it. it. I know so, that you actually don't. Offer, you don't have to work hard at it. You just make a decision to do it, and you just do it. I know that about you. I'm a hard ass. I'm a hard ass at mindfulness. You're a hard ass at most things. <laughs> you just go. I'm hard ass, and I'm just going to do it. You just get you. You know, we interviewed the bloke. What was his name? Get a makeshift happen. Oh yes, Dean Dwyer. Yes. Gee, that was a long time ago. I can't believe I recorded his name, Dean Dwyer. His thing was makeshift happen. You do that. You just make shift happen. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. Thank mm. you for the compliment. Now, Damien, a lot of people don't know this, but would you be kind enough to share a little story about you doing your hard work at Forage recently, listening to some podcast, and um, and which gave us an idea to talk about what we're going to talk about today on 100 Not Out? Sure. One of my favorite things to do, apart from hang out with my family, <laughs> is, uh, is to listen to podcasts. And at the moment, I, I'm almost through listening to all of the uh, Inside the Champions Mind podcast. Oh, Damien. All of it, except I, I couldn't listen to um, the first 12 because the audio was so bad. So I just found that really hard to listen to. But from 13 onwards, which is when you started, to now where we're at 70, would it be 70? Yeah, in the, yep, up to 79 at the time of this recording. Is it? Yeah, righto. Well, I've listened to all of them now. And so wow. the other day I did a uh, Inside the Champions of My Marathon because I had to drive for about oh, probably two hours and I had to pack pallets and move stuff because I was moving forage. I'm still very hands-on at forage. So and um, and I was listening to you guys talk about Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Uh, should everyone meditate? Um, was it, yeah, I think it was called something like that. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think it was called that. But <laughs> oh, God. I'm pretty sure it oh, no, was. It was called the power of now. Yeah, Hold it's on. The power of now. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was called the power of now. I think the meditation one was after that, right? Because yeah, it was uh, being present and the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. That was it. Yeah. And I wondered to myself if while I'm listening to this podcast and driving, am I being present? That was interesting mm. conversation to have with myself while I was also listening to you. So I was essentially doing three 
<laughs> things at one time. And uh, interestingly, I just listened to um, another podcast that you'd done on on being productive um, with Colin Boyd. With Colin Boyd, and and that was great because that pretty much got me in the mode for you know kind of trying to work out ways in which I could. I don't like the word hack. I don't like. Yeah, the word, I'm I done with it too. The word hack. It just. I love the people that use the word hack because there's lots of nice people that use it, but the word itself and yeah. the con- I know. I don't like it. I don't want to have a life hack because yes. I want to experience all of life. So I don't want to make <laughs> life shortcut to everything. Why do we have to shortcut everything? Yeah. So I, you know, I thought to myself, I want to, um, I want to work more on this present time. You know, because you guys like, I like, I often like, I often listen to um, Inside the Champion's Mind because you mentioned me a number of times, and I like it. I kind of go, oh, the boys are still thinking of me. That's nice. Uh, like my good mate Damo, he does. And so I listen to that, and I go, oh, that's nice. Um, but the other days you guys were having a, hug, a go at me, and I was like, oh, fair cracker of the week. Was, was it guys or was it guys? It might have been guys. I'm happy to take guys, to take Both you guys were getting stuck into me. Yeah, Damo, you know, he'd be doing a million things. He'd be on Facebook right now. Well, you're, you're a chief multitasker, but I don't resent it because you're actually you're the only bloke I know that can actually do it. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Well, I thought maybe I'm shortchanging my mates. So I thought, oh, and I'm shortchanging my family. So this last three days since having listened to it, I've implemented. And I think this is really the key thing is that we know, and we, you and I just did a podcast just the other day about people who learn stuff and don't implement stuff. And I thought, well, it's now my turn. Um, I need to start implementing some of this. And so I've been very much Eckhart Tolleized um, to be able to, um, be more present, and, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I made the family download an app on their phone to um, time how much time they spend on their phone each day. Oh, um, what's the app? Um, there's there's a couple of apps. Um, I can't even remember now. It was only yesterday um, because it's so unimportant to me. I have to say because you know, Break Free is one of them, and the other one's called Moment. And I thought I actually like both of those names. Moment being you know, something that not many of us actually do have with each other these days yeah. because we're interrupted. And you actually said something is really important. You don't answer your phone when, you, when you're with your family, which I really love, except I answer the phone when it is my family, when I'm with somebody else. Other, oh, yeah, absolutely. Other than yeah, that. Totally. Yeah. So, um, so there's some really nice stuff. Anyway, so I've started implementing some of these principles. But I also thought that, you know, he was he's a genius, Eckhart Tolle. And ahead of his time, 30 years ahead of his time in suggesting this sort of um, shift in consciousness um, to be more present and more mindful, um, that I thought that we, you know, we could actually do a discussion about that. Oh, absolutely. And I think, uh, I think as, as I said to LT when we did this on the champion's mind, <laughs> we are not the – LT and I are not the prototypes for the power of now because we <laughs> – but I think we are like many other people. That it's and this is what makes the, this book such a beautiful book is that it's very challenging. Yeah, it is. It, right? it, it's the concepts are simplistic in nature, but so difficult to implement. Now, at the time of you recording that, you'd read fifty six pages of a one hundred and no two hundred two hundred was it two hundred. 191 in yeah, my version. Well, yeah, 191. That's right. And you said that you would have finished that book by the time you got to record the podcast oh, before before well, the Wellness Summit, which we know was about four weeks ago. So how are you going I'm huffing, I'm huffing and puffing here because I gave up at 88. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah, dead right. set. Why? Because, why okay, so that? here's why. I'll tell people why. Great question, by the way. Why? 
So I'm running an event for my exceptional Life Blueprint clients called Life Purpose and Spiritual Mastery in November. And so for me to take people to a deeper level, I have to go to a deeper level myself, right? That would only make sense. And so I put together a reading list of six books that I want to read and then teach the things that I think are important because this is what I do as a journalist by trade um, in that event. And I was just struggling. I, I hit a real flat spot in the book. And, but that's just because I, I think for me where I'm at right now, I felt like I'd exhort, not, not, I felt like I'd got everything I could at this point and I need to start applying what I'd learned in the first 88 pages. I was probably hitting threshold, right? And so I was like, I've just got to stop. Not that I'm giving up forever. It's just a no for now. And time to implement. I've, I've scribbled all over the first 88 pages. Time for me to go and implement it, put them into slides, notes, um, just organize my thoughts as I like to do and move on to an easier read, which at the moment is the sequel to um, uh, the Dan, what's the Dan Millman book? Like, um, uh, you know, Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Yes. I'm reading the sequel to that because it's a story format. It's light. It's not full of concepts and constructs like The Power of Now is. Yep. And so I just hit threshold and I'm like, rather than push my way and force my way through it, I'm just going to surrender, Damien. I'm going to surrender <laughs> at page 88 and return when I'm ready to attack page 89 sometime in the future. My great friend, our great friend, Vicky Kelly, taught me how to surrender. She was all about that. Just surrender, Damien. I was like, oh, I don't want to surrender. You know, I'm not going to. You tell someone to surrender and, they, of course, they're back. You know, oh, it's I a say. shocking word for the person that loves to push on and be determined and will. And, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. But the art of surrendering is great. It's really good like to be at peace enough that you can actually just sit back and go, yep, okay, I got you, I understand, I'll take that on board, I'll do that, thank you. And um, with gratitude, you can do those sorts of things and, uh, and you get more clarity around your thoughts when you're more present and uh, part, of, part of being present is about surrendering to, to quietness, to stillness. So, so can I ask you a question? How are you going? Oh, no, I was just going to say it's interesting that you know much of the journey of the last two years with you and I on 100 Not Out has been around about – um, the mindset of, of quietening down. If you think about how fast I used to go, I think I'm slower these days. Yeah, nice. I think I'm not because I'm older, mind you. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think I'm a bit more productive. I get a lot of stuff done, but yeah. less frantically. Well, yeah, I, I re-listened. Uh, I sent you um, his daily diet. I, li- I re-listened to the interview with I Dexter did. Kruger. <laughs> Episode 17 for people that haven't listened to it because yeah. we interviewed two centenarians in over two episodes. Dexter on page se- on, on episode 17 and Ruth Frith on episode 18. But Dexter, after he gave us his list of his incredible diet, you then said to him, well, Dexter, you've pretty much broken every rule in the nutrition book. But what I can tell is that you have an extraordinary mindset. And then Dexter, in his wisdom, said you have to be happy. Yeah. You have to be happy. And like you said, Damo, like – when you're happier, you can be more productive. When mm-hmm. you're, or if you're quieter in your mind, which makes it easy to feel joy and happiness, mm-hmm. um, you can be more productive. And this is the construct that a lot of people have massive difficulty with, is they feel like they've got to be so on, like all the time. And there's people out there going, "I'm working 100 hour weeks," and I'm like, "That's your problem. Like, <laughs> you need to be working a 50 hour week. Go and go and watch a movie. Go to the footy. Go and catch up with friends. Spend time with your wife and kids. Like." Because how's this important? Out well, this is the whole values thing, isn't it? So, it's the values thing. We spoke to John D. Martini about all this, and he said, "What well, was the least amount of variance?" Didn't he? That was that's Absolutely. the key thing to longevity. Yeah. Um, and the hundred-hour weeks create so much variance; it's crazy. 
unless that's your number one value. So if you feel tired and wrecked out and, and bummed and all that sort of stuff, like you feel like you're being ripped off because you sold your soul to corporate or whatever you're doing or sold your soul to your own business, which can happen. Absolutely. If that's where you feel that you are then and you feel ripped off, then you've, you've got your values around the wrong way. And, uh, and I loved, I think it was you, no, Colin Boyd actually said it to you or to Lawrence. He said, often people say that they don't have time to get ordered so that they could save themselves time. And he said, it's not that you don't have time because time is the ultimate equalizer. He yeah. then went on to say that um, it's all about priorities. And that took me back to the John D. Martini episode where he spoke about values and priorities because the values and the priorities are what you give most of your time to. And so as opposed to saying you don't have time, it's, it's that you don't value it or you do value it and then you do have time. So you know, creating time to uh, check in and be present with your family, for me, is a very it's high on my priority list. Um, Absolutely, like it is with Lawrence and you. Yep. And um, yep. yeah, it's it's one of our highest priorities. So um, I've got I've got a busting to ask you a question, but okay. I just want to say one thing on that. Uh, Brian Tracy, who is like mm. I would call him the ultimate productivity authority him? in yeah. the world. Yes, he says if you want to have a great relationship with your family, yep. the number one secret is to spend time with them. You can't hack it. You can't hack it. There's no life hack for There's that. There's no life hack to a great family relationship. <laughs> yeah. You must spend time with them. Not got a text message. And that's about it. Um, Damien, you said you had a great three days. Mm. Um, the, the past three days have been really good. Can you just share? Because I know people would want to know, and I really want to know. Uh, what's what? What have you focused on? What's changed? What's been different over the past three days that have made you feel more mindful, um, you know, less var- less variable, like you said earlier? Like what? What have you noticed in the last three days? Oh, the the key thing for me is. Um... I suppose a lot of people get frustrated with me with this because I don't always answer phone calls. Um, have you ever, you've noticed that, Marcus? That sometimes I, well, I don't have any problem with that because I'm shocking. I, I know I know people that know me really well. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention any names here, but I know there's people out there that know me really well that cannot stand the fact that I don't <laughs> answer the phone. And I still remind people. And I said this to you. We were just talking about it off the air. I was taught growing up that you only answer the phone when it's a priority. Like if dinner's on the table and you're having family time, you don't answer the phone. This is it. And if I've got something, if I'm talking to you right now and my phone rings, I'm not answering the phone. Like mm-hmm. I, it's on flight mode. Mm-hmm. So it's it's well, it won't ring. But that's I'll it. just tell you that right now. <laughs> if, it's on flight, if it's on flight mode, so it's that's how important ring. it is to to be present at the time. But okay. some it's like people, <laughs> some people, <laughs> some people have difficulty with that. But I don't know where that was going. Sorry, I was going on a tangent. I was yeah, asking I, your three days. I spoke okay, over the top of your interruption. Of Sorry about that. Fancy <laughs> that. Fancy <laughs> me speaking over the top of your interruption. Um, <laughs> so, so I was just saying that. For me, what I've noticed lately is that um, I've I've put my phone down and I and I've been very 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 selective with whether or not it's necessary and essential that I, that I answer the phone. So I've asked myself that question before I've done it, and so it's been really interesting because Jackson and Amber have both looked at me, waiting for me to make a decision: is this call important enough to fear to take, or is it not important enough for you to take? Oh, there you go. There's my front door. There's my front door. So, uh, I thought that was the phone. No, nah, that's not my phone. Oh, that's that's hilarious. Door. Do you need to go get it? I will actually. I'll just have to go get that. I'll, I'll talk for you whilst you go get the door. Well, what I wanted to say was that I've been very, very um, conscious about 
who I let interrupt, and that's yeah. that's what's really important. All right, well, I'll talk about that whilst you get the door. This is this is I'm fine. Has the irony? Has the irony? Okay, so here's 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 the deal. When when as I said, when I was uh, raised, and this is something which I'm going to be ageist here and say, baby boomers have great difficulty with this. When I was raised, you never answered the phone, particularly when you didn't answer the phone when you were having dinner. But it seems to me now that most people, and for some reason. I notice this a lot with baby boomers. When the phone rings, they're they're scrambling to find it in their bag or in their pocket, in the whatever, and they're finding it's like the highest priority for the phone to answer the phone. I don't know if they think their house is burning down or something's happening, but really, like, there's no real need, and it takes us away from being present. It's the, the phone ringing these days. We've got such an easy way to be distracted that our Baby boomers, but not just baby boomers. I mean, look, look at teenagers and look at everyone in between. Um, it's so much easier to be distracted now that that makes it so much harder to be present. And we may have been taught uh, growing up to communicate with people, to relate, to listen. That's another part of the whole phone phenomenon that's made it a lot difficult for people now. A lot of people find it difficult to listen and just be present with the conversation. You will now see at a dining table or a social event, you might see six or seven people around in a conversation, but only two or three people conversing whilst the other three or four are checking their phones. Well, that happened now, last this... night, mate. We went out for Po, Fo. What do you say? P-H-O. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, I still don't know. I still don't know how to say it. We went out for Vietnamese, right? We went out for Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> and there we were. Um, and it was off the back of this that I decided this is what we're going to do. So we looked over the table to our left and there was husband and wife both on their phones. They were yep. obviously on date night, right? On their phones. And there was another group of blokes, there was five of them, all looking at this couple. And then I looked over to the further table to the left and they were all on their phone. All of them, three of them, all on their phone. And then there was another couple um, over in the corner, I would have thought, in a very romantic place, on their phone. And I had to take a call from a patient um, last night because there was a very big medical emergency with this patient's husband and I needed to speak with her to find out how things were. And um, and so that was very important. I was gone for 16 minutes. I came back and there's Amber and Jack on their phones. And I said, right, we are all going to work out how much time we spend on the phone because I think you guys are spending way too much time on the phone, particularly when you're with each other. And uh-huh. um, and so we downloaded those apps. We searched for the apps on App Store. We downloaded them and off we went. So by the end of the night, um, Amber was by far the worst. She was, uh, she'd was she been on the phone for quite a, a long time and she had a bad score. The goal is to have a score of under 40 by Can the end Can you of the compete week. against people? Yeah. So I could do it with you? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So we you get a score and at the end of the week – you kind of look, and the goal is to get the lowest score possible. The lower the score, the better. Absolutely, because that's time, right? Yeah, well, it's time and interaction. So it might not be time. It might just be how many times you turn the phone over to look at interactions or notifications. So that will tell me if I – so if I just – like at the moment, my phone is um, on, but it's on flight mode. Mm. So if I just slide to unlock, is it yeah. counting now? Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that it's, is, I'll it's, put this in the show notes. It's moment or break free. One of them. Yeah, so I think we ended up going with Break Free because Jackson's on Android. So we had to get that. And Moment was only on, on the Apple Store. Okay. So, but I've got both running in the background so that, yep. I'm, you know, so that I'm really aware of, you know, well, 
not aware, but I've got both going. So choose choose which one you want to go with, mate, and let's see who wins. Wow. Let's what do a great it. thing to do. It would be awesome for the listeners, actually, who's listening out there, to put that one of those apps on your phone and just track yeah. and see what your use is actually like and see whether or not you can actually put the phone down to try and create some more mindfulness. Could people, could our listeners um, um, hack into us and see and, and try and compete with us? Could could they mm. go, I want to I want to compete with Damien and Marcus? Is it easy nah, for them to do? Or do nah. they need do they need our numbers and details and all those things? Um, I think well, you've got to buy the whole. I think you've got to buy the whole app anyway to compete. I wonder. We should check that out. See if we can actually have a competition. Yeah. That's kind of like that other program that you and I are looking yeah. at, wouldn't that be? But this is cooler. This is cool because it's simpler. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's in, a, in an app as well. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Right. So what are the? Just, you know, just before we finish up, I know we've yeah. probably only got a couple of minutes left. But what are the things you've learned from your first hundred pages of Eckhart Tolle's book? Oh gosh. Oh, well, look, the thing I've spoken about a bit uh, just in, in conversations with people is it was so simple, but I, I just love it because it makes people really aware if they're living in the past or the future. And I look at everyone around me and I can almost go, okay, I can see where their head's at. So Think about I, our mates and how much in the future they're living. Well, so this is Seriously. it. I don't want to – this is uh, – We've got some mates that are in the future, aren't they? They're not living in the now. Well, let's just – I'll read this list and you can – everyone can, can uh, decide for themselves. So the uh, if, uh, forms of fear that are caused by too much future include unease, anxiety, tension, stress, and worry, and obviously there's not enough presence, okay? So if you're feeling anxious, tense, stress, or you're worrying a lot, uh, you, there's a level of unease that's often caused by too much future thinking. So again, this sounds very simplistic. Well, of course it is. But really, if you think of it, this is a really good place to see where where you sit. If you're feeling feelings of guilt, regret, resentment, grievances, sadness, bitterness, non-forgiveness, non-acceptance, they're caused by too much past and not enough presence. So that for me is a really nice simple list to kind of take an audit on your current emotional place to work out where you are in terms of past, present, future. And then you can at least work out, well, are there things you need to forgive going on or are there things you need to uh, stress less about? Then you can go, well, I'm living in too much past or too much future. Like it, like it. That's a great list. It's nice. And that's again, that's not mine. That's all for Eckhart, page 50. And again, I've circled, scribbled, written all kinds of things there. So I just think that's a, a nice short list for people to go, oh, yeah, I'm definitely living in the past too much. I'm definitely worried about the future too much. And then we can work on strategies to bring back to uh, the present time. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Good one, yeah. MP. Thanks, Dave. Well, that was so we can talk about. <laughs> masterful, whatever you are. <laughs> and your masterful pro- protege. That's right. <laughs> uh, love. Mate. I didn't even mention Ikaria Damo, and I've oh. been hammering down Thaya. We're going to chat with Thaya over the next few weeks. Track it and, down. Uh, get an update on mm. uh, on all things Ikaria. I've suggested Damo. Mm. I'm going to put this right out there. I emailed Thaya this morning and said, Thaya, when we go to Ikaria, can you take us all to the home of Stomatus Moriatus. Oh, yes, please. I want to pick one. I want one of his olives. You want one of his olives? Yeah. Uh, and just to be where he lived and to see where that life transformation happened. To, Jesus. like you said, pick the olives, look at the veggie patch, overlook the ocean. Mm. Let's go to the tavern where mm. Stomatus loved to catch up with his mates. Yeah, and drink wine, wine, local wine. The social mm. interaction and just that life-affirming building stuff. So yeah. uh, that's what I'm working towards. Um, We've got a good group going too, MP. 
I know. Ages 15 to 75. If you want to do a longevity retreat to Ikaria, you want a nice range of ages. And I'm just so pumped that there's multiple generations going along. I know. So, going oh, to be so fun. Exciting. We would love to have you there, folks. You go to 100notout.com, 100notout.com to check out all the details. It's June 20 to 29, 2016, 10 days in paradise. We'd love to have you. That is it for this edition of 100 Not Out. We welcome your feedback as always. You can go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Check out all the episodes at thewellnesscouch.com, all 16, 17 of them, sorry, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. But as always, until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.